It's tempting to want to do something with your retirement investments when the stock market tanks, but you don't want to buy high and sell low. Joining me with a few reminders on the basics as we are facing all of this volatility, ProFed's founder, Chris Kowalik. Chris, good to have you on. Wonderful. Thank you, Tom. All right. So there is the temptation to maybe bail out of the stock market. Maybe we should begin by reviewing what it is people build TSPs and 401ks for in the first place. Right. Well, accounts like the Thrift Savings Plan and 401ks and IRAs are designed for a long-term retirement plan. But keep in mind, this is one of the buckets of money that people hopefully are building. And unfortunately, sometimes when this is the only bucket, meaning we have a now bucket, we have a soon bucket, and we have a later bucket of, of when we're going to need money. And so when we only have one bucket, it can cause us to, to overreact in down markets and um, that threat of performance that happens, again, when we've only got one bucket, uh, we've, we tend to, to not react in the most positive of ways when things go south. So the worst thing you can do then is try to all of a sudden rebalance your portfolio or make new investments? Well, exactly. So we have a a little bit of a pucker factor happening right now because so many people are nervous with the the market hit to the coronavirus and and people tend to react very poorly. So who should be nervous right now? And those are the people who need to withdraw money right now. And they have their money in market-based accounts like a mutual fund or Uh, index funds like the Thrift Savings Plan, CS&I funds, and they've taken a big hit, and now they're they're nervous of what they should do. So that fear and greed tends to, to make its way into these decisions. And when we're listening to most of these news outlets out there, it's total hysteria. And that's a really scary position for the average investor to be in. And many of them are running to the hills and they're not exactly sure what to do at this point. Now, retirees who might be obligated to take their minimum annual distribution, if their portfolio shrinks, say, 5% or 10%, that's probably going to be a temporary situation. It also lowers the minimum distribution they have to take. And so they'll have less income, perhaps, but they won't really affect the power of their capital in that sense. Well, to a degree. Uh, So most people, when they're in retirement, naturally take at least their required minimum distribution because they need that money to live. Now, some people can plan to where they they can live on less than that, but for the most part, people just naturally take their R&D. What's challenging in a market like this, when the market has dipped and now – feds or, or everybody else out in the private sector, when they have to take these required minimum distributions, they're being forced to sell shares when the market is low. And just like we started this conversation, we want to buy low and sell high, not the other way around. But in an R&D situation, there's not a choice of whether you take that money out, whether you need it or not, you've got to take it. And we'd really love not to do that in a down market. We're speaking with Chris Kowalik, founder of ProFeds. But on the other hand, if you continue to invest in your TSP or your 401k or some sort of a contribution plan, a Roth maybe, even as you do take those minimum distributions, by contributing now, you're averaging 
your acquisitions at a much lower cost basis. So that could leverage you on the plus side in the future. Yes? That's certainly true. And and certainly from a tax diversification standpoint, there's advantages for the traditional versus the Roth, the now versus later reward. Uh, but definitely a lot to think about when we're when we're considering taking money out of the account. So for people contemplating retirement, say in the next few years or those that are really in retirement at this point, what should they be doing now? Just sitting tight? Well, you know, in, in a market downturn like this, what we don't want to do is panic. Because the only reason to really panic in a situation like this is if we believe that this is the true end of all of the companies that we're invested in, that we don't ever believe that they're going to come back uh, to life. And that's, of course, a, a very unrealistic expectation here. And for TSP, where you have this choice of funds that have different degrees of volatility, different degrees of return, too, is it a good time to maybe rebalance and get out of the G fund for a while and go to something more more uh, upside or what? Well, there's certainly the idea of timing the market, right, where we might be in a safe fund like the G fund, but we see the CS&I take a hit. And so we think, ooh, this is the time to buy. And that might work in your favor. Uh, and that's certainly uh, a better scenario than the opposite way, which is someone in the CSNI funds who gets scared because of a market drop, and then they run to safety in the G fund and actually lock in their losses. So we would really encourage everyone, whether you're in the G fund or one of the market-based accounts, the CSNI, to weather the storm, let the correction happen, and get back to normalcy before you make any sweeping changes in TSP or, frankly, any other account that you have like this. And it's probably also useful to look at things in relative terms over the long term. For many years, I saved one of the newspaper covers when the Dow Jones Industrial Average hit 10,000. I think I can remember when it hit 1,000. Mm -hmm. And now we're talking about a high of 25,000. Now it's slipped back to 22, 23. So in relative terms... That's really not that big a deal, is it? Exactly. You know, we're, we, we were at a record high before this hit. And so we're, we're taking a little bit of a back step here. But all of the gains that we've looked at through 18 and 19 have been pretty impressive. So we want to help everyone to keep things in perspective before they make a knee-jerk reaction. So what's your best advice to all those knee-jerk people out there? You know, those knee-jerk reactions rarely favor the investor. And so most often when people scramble to make these fast moves in a down market, they end up regretting it. Uh, now, I know investors oftentimes have amnesia when it comes to what it felt like to be in a down market. But if we can rewind the clock back to 2008 and how long that market downturn was, um, a lot of people looked back and regretted their decisions to bail out of the market and get to safety in the G fund because there were record gains at that point in the following years that really helped to recover. But once the funds are moved from the CS&I funds, for instance, and moved over to the G fund, the loss is real at that point. It's not a pretend or a paper loss. It is a real loss because we sold shares when their value was very low to run to safety. Chris Kowalik is founder of ProFeds. Thanks so much for joining me. You bet. Thank you, Tom. 
We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.